Memories. Fucking memories. How do they work? The memory remains on. <laughs> I went with ICP. <laughs> you went with Metallica. All right. Yeah, that works. Now we're, that means we're ready for a, a LIW, the Twilight Zone Review episode. Yes. And this time I'm going to say it in the beginning. Welcome to LIW, the Twilight Zone Review, episode 447 for TZ85's 306 Memories. I'm Phoenix West. Dick to cats. Hello, dick to cats. Let's do... In my memories of past life regression. Uncovering of past lives is the greatest good she can render to a forgetful humanity. Your name is Mary McNeil. You have had other names before. Wait, is that the whole thing? 57 oh. p.m. And Mary McNeil makes another attempt to discover a previous life. However, the journey she is about to take is to a different place, a land whose borders are defined by the region we call the Twilight Zone. You'll slip off your panties, kick off your terrible 80s shoes on my shag carpeting. I'm used to doing my intro right here. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Rub your toes in my, in my bush, little fist. Bush, bush. <laughs> All right, Dick. Memories. Memories. This is Memories. a product of the 80s, 100%. Yes. This episode, this, the subject of the material, this must have been. Right when that past life therapy bullshit was beginning to happen, like that was the new scam that was going on at the time, where people were just like, "Did you know that you had other lives beyond this one?" And I could hypnotize you for a fee, of course, and we can find yeah. out, you know, where you where you came from. And they found out years later that it was basically all done through fucking bullshit. It was all bullshit because the person hypnotizing you basically said. And then you saw a wagon, right? Yeah, I saw a wagon. Like, he just bullshit. It, just, it, was, it was all about uh, the power of suggestion. and It's it's all bullshit. It doesn't matter. It's basically, per, first of all, I, I don't believe in hypnosis, but it's basically the equivalent of Brendan Massey's uh, police interview and his confession from uh, to, catch a, to Make a Murderer. Mm. You, ever, you ever watch that on Netflix? No. The kid has no idea what the fuck's going on. And they're like, yeah, but you helped your uncle cut up the body, didn't you? And he's like, yeah, I helped my uncle cut up the body. Well, there you go. And then he watched wrestling. He's like, yeah, then I watched wrestling. He's just repeating what they're saying. He's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, well, he, admit, he is. He just is. He's not all the way there. Mm. And then they just take advantage of him. But that's... It's, right, let's it's, close that case and yeah, move on. The, the power right. of suggestion is definitely... Yeah. Uh, some people are very, very susceptible to that sort of stuff. I personally don't believe in any of that shit. Hypnosis or past lives or really anything. Not much. You're a little more open to that stuff. Like, you believe in ghosts? Not really. You said you do. No, no, no. I said I, I believe in ghosts. I think uh, it was... Uh, um, they might be demons, not ghosts. But um, 
That's much worse. I think when you die, you're dead. You just go on or whatever. We were talking about ghosts one time, and you said you you do because you had some weird experiences when you were a kid. No, 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 no. I, no, that was with <laughs> demons. That was. Oh, ghosts. okay. That's much worse. No, that's much more terrifying. Fucking huh. ghosts would be set would be fine. I don't, I don't buy it. See, I, I could buy you dead. believing in ghosts, but not demons. But I, if you believe in I, demons, you might as well believe in ghosts. Well, whatever. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. I think they're all they're all like one up with each other. It's just like. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's just creepy shit. I don't know. That's, well, I guess I think it's the the term used for shit you don't know. Like you call it ghosts or demons, the same kind of idea. But just it's yeah. the unknown. It's something's <clears> there that you just don't want to fuck with. You don't know what it is. It could be banal. It could be this or that. But it could be, it could be really bad. It could be nothing. It could be. But it's just there's something there. It's just weird. And I believe in none of that. Yeah, but well, people or it's just the power of consciousness, and yeah. people do believe in it. And they, they write these stories or they make these moments and people play these games because they want to be part of it, even though it's not real. They still fall into it. I'm, I'm trying to think of the 80s scams because that, that was definitely a thing in the 80s because you, you started to see, the, see the, the rise of scams like you're talking about. With like the, yeah. Well, the, tell the hypnosis. Televangelist was the next one I was going to say. One. That was the big one at the time, yeah. <clears throat> and then it was going to be like uh, you really started to see that rise of uh, – Psychics, yes. they're advertising the back of every magazine. Yeah. Every late yeah. late night commercial was. It's basically the the, re, the return of the spiritualistic yeah. spiritualism movement, which happened in like the teens, teens and twenties and early thirties. Yeah, happened because fuck Dan, Dan Aykroyd's grandfather was part of that. Yeah. So it, it, I, I think everything goes in cycles. Like right now, nobody cares about that shit. But I bet you in twenty years we'll have another uh, Warren couple come into play who are just con artists. And he'll just make you know, make up shit, and everyone will believe it for a time. Yeah, I mean, it came back in the seventies too with the people, or which was the Warrens told them, yeah, oh, you should write a book about it, but it's not nothing happened. Don't matter. You want to be a millionaire? You should write a book about it and say it's true. Say it's true, and, and we'll make movies out of it, and you buy the rights to it. You'll be a millionaire, and that's yeah. what. And could I have no problem with people doing that and other people no, taking fine. and making no. a buck off that because no. they're not they're not unless they're going door to door lying if they just right. put it out there as true and people are like right. oh my god without thinking at all that's not on them yeah and you're giving someone entertainment <clears throat> books entertaining and good then good he wrote a good horror novel I, I blame the consumer when it's not something that's actually harmful like if someone's putting lead paint and stuff and not telling you that's different. This is them saying, oh, it's true. And you're like, oh, okay. Right. Like the invention of lying. You ever see that movie? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where it's just, it's like, uh, I'm God. Oh, you are? That's great. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> like, not thinking at all. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, memories. Um, starts off with her erotic ASMR, as you heard. Yes. More importantly, what weren't you wearing? <laughs> Say it slowly. Uh, gotcha. I, I wrote down because I didn't know what her job was and what her official title was, and it shows yeah, her name on the door. And I, so I wrote down <laughs> Mary McNeil, memoryologist. <laughs> what? I was like, I don't know what the fuck she, she's doing. I still don't understand this episode. It's nonsense. She, she just wakes up. <laughs> like the next day, she wakes up and she's another dimension. 
She's like she, an alternate reality. She has that line, and like we said, it's that episode where the lady gets tortured for no fucking reason. Yeah. She has a line with this lady that she's helping, and, and it seems like she's doing a cool thing and, and just likes her job, and she has a throwaway line, which is like she gets tortured for the rest of the episode because of it, where she goes, I think if everyone could, could remember their past lives, we'd be much happier because we, we remember what it's like to be poor or miserable or, or dying. And, right, yeah. And that curses her to to this existence now because she goes, what about you? What are your past life? She's like, I can't, I, no matter how hard I try. And she puts it on when she goes to sleep and then she wakes up and you see the little spinning ball, the little weird disco light she has above the patient's bed yeah. and it's still spinning. And I was like, they're hitting the head on the nail way too hard right now. Yeah. Cause Mary's like, I hope I'm not still asleep. She literally says that, mm. but instead she's in some weird alternate reality. I, Where everybody is basically depressed because if they have a shit life, they want to kill themselves because they'll just be reborn to a better life or a better life that's not this one. Like they do, they want do over, so they'll just off themselves left and right to yeah. go have a better life in the next life. This is how obvious Which I can see they that hit it. Being a premise. Yeah, it's an interesting one, but it's very very eighties. I wish they just did this instead of the the preamble. I, I don't know. Here. Oh, she already missed the line. Damn. Oh, shit. Nothing again. <laughs> I need to go buy some cigarettes in the 80s. At least I got some sleep. Yeah? Do, do you get it? Yeah, meanwhile, she wakes up in this hellscape. Yeah. What is it? It's the smoggiest fucking craft ever. Like, oh, wait, it's L.A. It's it's the fact that there's constantly a house fire a block away from her. Yeah. Everywhere in the rest of the episode. I don't want to live anymore. I want to die and be something else. <clears throat> Kill me. I chose to die. I'm swallowing pills and die in a car. In an ugly station wagon. Yeah, it's... The, the first sign that something's up is she's like, oh, I'm sorry I'm late for our therapist. I know it's cliche, but I overslept. Right. Who are you? She's like, got a broom. Yeah. I didn't call you. I don't know who you are. I remember who I was. I was... <laughs> she goes into some spiel. Yeah. I was wealthy as cat and rich as shit now poor as fuck. So fuck off. Get off my phone. My phone. I'm Mary McNeil. You called me last week about wanting help with your memory. You must be mistaken. There's nothing wrong with my memory. Oh, certainly. What I meant was the memory of your life. She looks like Bridget Fonda here. A little bit. Getting a little Bridget Fonda vibe here. You know, obviously back in the 90s. Yes. Now she could have had a career. Before this one. I can assure you it's a very simple process. In my last life, I was Corporal Longbestman. I fought in the Second World War and won the Medal of Honor. Awarded posthumously, of course. Look at that fire just outside, just outside of frame. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. But how? The medal? It was nothing. I, I jumped on a grenade to save my squad. That's amazing. How did you know that? <laughs> what is happening in the background? Help me. It's, 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 uh, it's um, uh, uh, Frank's kid. <laughs> yeah. So Jackson's in the episode. I jumped on a grenade and now I sweep up at the baby murdering factory. Um, 
then she goes to where her office is, and she's just way too casual about everything. She just kind of walks into the scene, and it reminded me a lot of uh, the Beetlejuice waiting room. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Watch. Look at this. It's full of weirdos. A little bit, I was waiting for Beetlejuice. Um, uh, Beetlejuice. Um, Beetle. Wait. Oh. No. no, no. Oh. Almost said it. The sequel's going to come. Oh. That's never going to happen. Look at these weirdos. They're all so miserable. That's what makes me laugh. Everybody hates life because they have to go to the shitty one. Fuck you, one bitch. <laughs> yeah, this guy's this creepy as shit. This, this character actor has been a bunch of stuff. Yeah. He shows up. He shows up, and then he's trying to get her, like, a job. He's, I guess he's a job placement firm. And yes. then he, because of his weirdos in the waiting room, he has to lock his office during business yeah. hours. <laughs> Because he's clearly open. Um, but then... Uh, I'm sorry, I can't help you. She's late enough where she woke up late, and so it's definitely during business hours. Um, anyway, uh, he's like, what about your past lives? Do you have any experience? Don't go past 100 years, because I'm not going to be able to you know, just talk yeah. about whatever he says. And then she's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And then the whole fucking scene is just there. To, she doesn't know, have any past memories, and he's like, Okay, bye. And she she leaves, and he's like, he calls up Stanley Tucci, and he's like, hey, I, she might be the one. No, let's not kill her yet. Yeah. <laughs> How many lines uh, do they have where they're like, don't kill her? Like, apparently Stanley Tucci guy just loves to kill women. <laughs> I want to make sure that she's not the one we have to kill. Yeah, he's just like, she might be the one. Please don't kill this one. Can you give me one, Stanley Tucci? It's so weird looking at like this this actress's time or her her um, career. She had a promising career before this episode aired. Oh, oh no! She did a bunch of TV, a lot of TV, uh, big TV shows, and she does this one. Uh, she does uh, Twilight Zone, Key of the Night, Father Dowling Mysteries, MacGyver, Dallas. Twice, she's 27 episodes in Dallas. There you go. 27. I could see this woman in, in Dallas, though. That makes sense. She, she she's got that look. But it's toward the end. Like, she hasn't done anything since 2001. Did you notice that? Because I often read off what they're, what else they're in or what else they directed. You ever notice heat in the heat of the night TV show is on there? A lot of them. Yeah, like a lot of guys go to that show for some. And it's a show I've never once seen. I've yeah, I've never watched it consciously. You, you think just, you would hear more about it? I only hear about it when we, when we talk about the actors or the directors of the show. Yeah, and I, I'll say I had another thought during this during the scene here, the bureaucratic stuff that's in the '85 TV series because it's in a bunch of episodes. Remember that one where it was like all heaven yeah. and it's all bureaucratic stuff. Yeah, and the one with um, the the, uh, the wish bank. Yeah, yeah. It's always like that. Well, I think they're, that was kind of the style at the time because everybody's aping Brazil. Maybe. I was just, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is did, no. did Terry Gilliam's Brazil start that or was he commenting on something else that we're unaware of? Right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Because that was early 80s. And this is, I mean, this is only two, three years later, I guess. Yeah. Well, this is 88. What's Brazil like? 80... Uh, 84, 85? 86, something like 85, that. 85, yeah. 85, yeah. So three years later. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. 
I'm just curious because it's it's definitely got that Brazil feel where, feel where it's this like very very hyper realistic and, and exaggerated version of a bureaucratic company, and that's the premise, and it works in Brazil because well, it's so far fetched. Yeah, and it's annoying to watch if it's not done well. I'll say that it's just like oh god damn it, <laughs> like. Red tape is the joke, and then it will never get beyond that. Um, but let's let's hear this phone call where he calls Stanley Tucci. So she didn't have that vacant look so many people have. Mary McNeil. Yes, I agree. She could be the one we're looking for. Oh, maybe it's later. He says, "Don't kill her." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Just once, don't kill him, please. Don't kill her, please, Mr. Tucci, please. Don't wreck my day. Oh, here it cuts right to Stanley Tucci there. Here he is. <laughs> That's what I'm calling him. <laughs> That's what he is in my notes. Here he is. Oh, God. Will you bring her in? We don't decide to kill her first. There it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Tooch the Tooch don't fuck around. Um Jeez. I'm dead, you know. Uh, Let's see. Tucci? Or the actor? No, no, no. No, he's still alive. I, I'm upset the director. The director is was dead. Rizgard Bujarski? He's like a West. His dad was a socialist party member, and he was in, I think, West Germany at the time, for a time. So he had to deal with a lot of that. You don't hear about West Germany a lot. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, man, this guy's been in tons of shit. Which guy? The, uh, the guy that just talks. Don't kill her yet. Oh, oh. He, he's in uh, Nigel. Yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. He reminds me of Q. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he's in. He was in The Shape of Water. He was in Return yeah. of Xander Cage. He was in The Strain. He was in sixty-nine uh, episodes of Forever Night. Orphan Black. Yeah, I remember more, uh, that one. Yeah, V was designated survivor. That means he worked with someone that we can play a clip of. That's right. I have to change this, but yeah, it's a it's a Christmas um, clipped. Hey, keep you a pirate, man. That would explain everything. Fucking gold. Did someone add that you're a pirate man after? Because it doesn't sound like it was recorded there. I think it's I think it's 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 that he says that. I think that's on the recording. It's it sounds like it's there. It doesn't sound like it's added on. Hey, hey, Kiefer, you're a pirate. Does this have the same accent? Uh, If it was, if it was different, if it was, hey, Kiefer, you're a pirate. No, I mean the whole, the whole line is that. Does someone add that in after? I don't think so. Um, Yeah, he is in a ton of stuff, isn't he? Yeah. Freaky stories. That's on anthology. He works. He works there. He doesn't say no to any job, no matter how bad it is. La Femme Nikita. Look at that. He's yeah, in Murder at 1600. One Top, 1998, One Top Cop. Gotti. Good one. Madonna, Innocence Lost. He's in a music video. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he plays Jason Wingard in an episode of X-Men, the animated series. There you go. Robocop, the TV series. Die, Dark Man, <laughs> Die 3. Oh, there you go. It's a classic. Friday the 13th, the series. There you go. Which episode? The Butcher. We didn't do that one. Damn. Shagney and Lacey. He's on that show. 
Yeah, they're also all in that, too. Cagney and Legends Lacey. of the Fall. He was in that. Wow. I thought you were going to say Legends of the Hidden Temple. I was really going to be... Excited. <laughs> I was going to be, whoa, no way. Uh, wow. Yeah, you are right. Dark Man 3, Die, Dark Man Die. <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids TV show. Wow. Um, Hitler's Daughter, 1990 TV movie. He's not in Hitler. Hitler. Yeah, the guy's in a lot. He does look like Q, though, in his IMDb picture. He does, yeah. Nigel Bennett. Anyway, she goes and she walks down an alleyway. She finds a woman dying in the back of a truck or, like, some sort of trunk. And she's like, let me help you, lady, because that's what her main goal is. And she's like, my part of my right as an American citizen is to die if I want to die. You leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. You go get me a Carl's Jr. sandwich and you leave me alone. Give me a double western bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. With some Give me a rodeo meat. ranch burger. You put some chili sauce on the side with a milkshake. And some soggy fries. Look at this lady. Diet Dr. Pepper. She's in the back of a car. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> She's in a <laughs> trunk. Look at this body I've been cursed to. I'm going to start over. I'd like to go to sleep. No. What do you care? I care plenty. Not because of what you look like or who you are. Wow. I wasn't thinking about my weight until you said that line. Okay. God well, damn. I guess you're right. I won't <laughs> kill myself. You know what? I'll <laughs> wait the three weeks for diabetes to do it on its own. You're right. <laughs> it already took both my legs because I don't think we show them. Yeah. Oh, no, it's they do. The but look at this. I have my feet in the blanket. You can't tell. So diabetes has taken the legs, but she hasn't had them amputated yet. Look at yet. Yeah, look at this. Oh yeah. <laughs> She's Lots got like swords. you really got some uh, sports gear on your legs <laughs> for looking just, least amount like an athlete. Shit, this is this is a typical Tuesday in L.A. This is nothing. Well, goddamn, it is depressing as hell, and it's like. Why does this lady, did she trade? Did she just show up here in this world to help them? Or I don't I, guess, I don't know. I don't get it. They don't explain anything, which I'm fine with. No. Like, that's not the part that really bothers me, but I, I, I'm just, just for the sake of conversation. Right. Do you think she was just transported here? Because that's what it seems like. I guess. I'm perfectly fine with them not explaining it at all. She just hypnotized her in her sleep, and maybe she traded spots with herself in, in another reality, or just went here, you know, didn't trade, just came here. Yeah. But it is kind of like, a, oh, this is what it would really be like if people remembered their past lives, because they would just either be super hung up on that or super egotistical and proud, like, oh, I was, I was Lincoln, so fuck you. As right. if you couldn't yeah, yeah. lie about it still. That's what I did. That's what I kind of liked about the episode was it was... It was an interesting take on it. Yeah. Like, what would it do to society? And like everyone's basically you would make a shitty society. It was like, well, what do I give a shit? Let's die and then I can be reborn again, live another life. Oh, it's a better one. Who gives a shit? Yeah. This out. Or have the reverse, like have just be a psychotic murderer. Like, what do I give a shit? I'll just die and come back as something else. And I'll, I'll yeah. be reborn and get away with all these crimes. And remember the crimes in my next life. It'd yeah, exactly. be like, fucking, that was awesome. I got away with it until I didn't, but who cares that I died? But then I turned myself to them, just like seven. Yeah. Detective! Detective! Lamp! <laughs> that scene has the most lamp. 
in any scene in movie history. He cuts the tips <laughs> of his fingernails, fingertips. He says, at least no, no uh, uh, fingerprints. That's why I can find one single fingerprint. Because he's John Doe by choice. I love that he put he put the wood chips in his stomach so that he would look at the floor to see that he was dragging <laughs> the God. fridge out to write the word behind it. They were fed to him. That was so like I don't know why that's the one that stuck with me. Yeah, it's like oh man, I gotta make, I gotta make sure they figure this out. Yeah, if they can't find sloth. I'm fucked. And luckily, he comes back to the department later to be. He's holding that little baggie full of those little sh- curled up curly fries. <laughs> I, I thought all you do is kill innocent people. Innocent people, is that supposed to be funny? Yeah. A man, an obese man, if you saw him walking across the street, you would mock him, point out to your friends and mock him. And let's not forget about the disease spreading whore. Uh, uh, let's not forget uh, about all the victims that came forward and then died tragic deaths, so I got off. Let's not forget about that, detectives! Detectives! <laughs> sex crimes acquitted! <laughs> now you can go back to work. Uh, we don't want you here, Spacey. Get out of here. How dare you? I'm being I'm persecuted. Gonna, I'm gonna rape you. I'll I'm do another speech as the House of Cards guy. Yeah, oh God. Fucking weird. God, he's creepy. Weird. That's just a weird thing he did. I've never seen a single second of that show. I don't even know what it's about. I watched the first season. It was okay. They got weird. He, like he started like they were having like threesomes with the wife and the security guard, and it was like this weird. It turned like this. He had to get. You know, he's got to bring in like push the envelope with sex and shit and shows. Like, well, yeah. you don't have to. I don't know why they do that. It's like, why? Like, I, you want to make it look like they're deviants? Okay, fine. But it's like, eh, it doesn't really add anything. You just get to see some titty. You know what show really made that obvious was Rome. I don't know if you ever seen that. Oh God, yeah, yeah. First, I, yeah. I watched it's a few good. episodes it's and I was go. like, "This is good," but I can't watch it because they're they're focused well, on you know, something I'm not. You know, it's worse than that though. Spartacus. You ever see Spartacus? No, I hear that is pretty stars. bad. Stars. Oh my God. You get to see Lucy Lawless do a bunch of nude stuff. Which, which sounds is good. Awesome. Yeah. Everyone, everyone our age has a crush on Lucy Lawless. Even oh, it's, it's oh, she's a lesbian. Do not care. No, she's what well, she's by. Yeah. She's also 60 years old, and I still don't care. I'll yeah. watch her now. Oh, no, I'll watch her all day long. And I do. Hey, Xenia. <laughs> my I Lucy Lawless cam. I want to take, take my pill, my Xenia pills. <laughs> Xenia? Is that Zima and Xena combined? Xenas and Zimas. It makes my dick hard. Barely <laughs> blue pill. Let me die in the back of this uh, this beast of a car. <laughs> I that can't decide my, what's bigger, her or the car. That was my past life. I was Xena. And now <laughs> yeah. I'm I was a warrior princess, and now I'm dying in the back of a jalopy. Let now me let me die. Character actress in bad '80s television shows. I want to die. At least she's got a mattress. That's true. She's on a mattress. She's got a Robin Williams uh, Goodwill <laughs> Hunting sweater. <laughs> you gotta be thankful for the little things. I don't know why this is what it made me think of. Think of is Robin Williams. <laughs> Oh, this sweater, look at this. Oh yeah, <laughs> I will end you. He was he wears a couple of those in that movie. I need to watch that movie again. I seen it's that a good movie. Before. It is good. I haven't seen it in a long time. That's when I got to see it in the theater. I was very happy. 
I didn't see that one there. Because I saw that and Face Off in the same like area area of time. Because mm-hmm. I was just with my aunt and uncle, and they're like, "Let's go," because they're super in the movies, like I am. Yeah. That they're they're a big part of why I got so in the movies. Um, and they, I was like, I want to see Face Off. They're like, okay. It's <laughs> like fuck yeah. Let's go. Sounds good to me. And then my uncle was like, "Let's go to Goodwill Hunting," and I'm like, "I don't know what that is, but yes, <laughs> let's go." And then I watched it. I'm like, "Oh, okay." It'll be good. Yeah. And I was like, "Thank." I, I loved it. I don't know. Right away. Yeah, it's a good movie. But yeah, this episode is. Eh, I I actually I, I want to make fun of it and I want to say it's bad. But it's I, not a bad episode. I liked it. I yeah. actually like. I'm gonna give it's it a, a seven. Neat, actually, yeah, it's a, it's a neat premise. Yeah, it's that's that's premise. the saving grace is the premise yeah. definitely. It's just it was a little disjoint. It's just a little disjointed how they get to it because by the time they figure her out, they're they're even they're like, oh, we're, we're sorry, we just had to be sure that you were disputed, you didn't have a past life, but you can save people now. And it's kind of a happy ending kind of a story. So I, it's not a bad episode. I, I I'd probably give it a seven as well. I it's did write down. For an 80s Twilight Zone, that's yeah. hard to do. No, it's, yeah, yeah, I, I can't disagree with that. I, I did write down, it's it's not the eight, it's not an 80s thing unless a woman gets drugged and dragged into the back of a van. So Stanley Tucci has the needle here. <laughs> promise me you'll get that woman an ambulance. We look at Promise me. I promise. Okay, let's go. What about the woman? What about her? I made a promise. I made a promise. Get the ambulance. What do you say? <laughs> call the ambulance. Oh, okay. Get an ambulance. And he starts to call on his yeah, gun? <laughs> he looks like he has an AK-47 right there. He looks like a janitor. <laughs> this is a different world. AK-47s are phones. They're iPhones. Oh, it's, it's Seconds by John Frankenheimer now. When we watch that movie, you'll get the reference. Uh-huh. There's a lot of fisheye lenses in that movie. I'm sure there are. And his wife, uh, Stella Stell's in it. No. Stella Stella. Fantastic what fucking movie, though. Oh, man. Anyway, um, she wakes up, and then there's a long scene where he describes that we need you to look back in your memories, and they drug her, and they uh, probably raped her. I don't know. And then they realize she's not lying. And then yeah. he's like, never mind, get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't know what they were looking for. Because <laughs> they said, never mind, even though it really does seem like she's the one they're looking for. Well, that's what I think you see. They find her, like, oh, shit, we almost fucking killed her. So we have to bring her back, and she has to work for us now because we need to have her save us because this is our savior. We can't have people keep regressing, keep wanting to get out of their, pre- their present lives anymore. But he's like, she's not the one, never mind. You should work for he, us. Yeah. But she is the one. She ends up being the one. I know, but... Just like Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Who were you in your previous oh. lives? Oh. We're going to have to take that chance. first. Sinclair, get us some water. Chance. Heal. We want you to help us forget... Yeah, that, that, that's the line right there. It's a, it is an interesting Watch premise. Like, I feel like this would be yeah. a very good short story. Yeah. Or even like nowadays, it would be a three book a young adult series, <laughs> like Hunger Games sort of thing. Absolutely, absolutely. But it's definitely got that setup there yeah. where it could be very interesting. And this is all you get out of it. And I kind of, I kind of want to see more, honestly. 
Yeah, it's an interesting world world setup. Which I've never said about an eighty-five episode. I don't think. Yes, that's very rare. You never you never hear that from us. Maybe I said that about the Francis McDormand episode. Maybe because that's it was starting to get really fucking interesting right before it ended. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my I god! Have to tell you something in your <laughs> yeah. ear. What? Ah! Ah! William, what was his name? Um, uh, um, uh, Peterson. William Peterson. Thank you. Um, yeah, that was a, no, yeah, uh, that was a good episode though. God damn, that might be, st- that's still like my benchmark for this show, that's this show. One. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, seven, I, I think it's fair. It's, it's a yeah. decent premise uh, for an 80s episode. And there's one of the last ones, it's 89, so it's third season. It's a uh, third season episode. It's third season. Uh, this is a 6.3 in IMDb with only 241. You see how many, how far it drops off from 59 to 85? <laughs> nobody gives a shit. And that's, it really correlates to the ratings. Because the original show, very, very, very successful. Yeah. This one, three seasons. Oh, fuck it. We're done. Actually, it wasn't even that. It was, it was uh, two and a half. Because the second season was truncated. This, no, this season is all, all shot after, and they, did it, they didn't even release them, I don't think, really. Right, yeah, until years later, or a year later, something like that. Yeah, and this is a good one, so this would have been fun to watch live. but yeah. um, And then you get to 2002, one season, and then you get to two, uh, 2019, and it's like, that, that was a different ballgame now, because that was live, that was on an app. Well, every, every 20 years, they have to renew the show to, take, to keep the rights for some reason. Yeah. I'm so looking forward to that. the next incarnation. Yes, I'm actually. I, I I'm gonna. I didn't. Sorry, I'm stammering, but I'm trying to debate if I really want to say this, and I'm gonna say it. I actually wish they would give Jordan Peele a season three, because season two had some really interesting ideas once he got his head out of his ass. And it there's some really really solid episodes in season two, and I want to see where they would have went with that, but they're not gonna get a chance just because of fucking CBS. Go in the Paramount Plus and and got lost in a weird shuffle. Yeah, what is it? Wasn't even due to lack of ratings or anything. It was just because they got shuffled up and it didn't have their name Star Trek attached. So they're like, cancel it, cancel it. I did compare the ending of this episode to Inception because he basically is going to have her incept the idea of there's no prior lives, not that right, doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah, yeah. And that's all I could think about was Inception. This is not my loving life the room. Um, it was a, it was a, it was a test, and you failed. Next week, because we're gonna do the Twilight Zone the rest of the year, just get a bunch out of the way. Uh, next week, though, I'm so sorry to say this, but the first episode is gonna be Night Gallery, Room for One Less. I think it's no! a, I, I think it's a shorter one. It might be a full episode. I don't know. But then we're doing two Reduxes, uh, so it's going to be 22, which is one of the video ones, and then we're doing Ring and Ding Girl, which is shot on the exact same set and the exact same set up of that set that we did with uh, Young Man's Fancy today. Oh, you, wow. You're going to recognize that that room, the living wow. room and the and the stairs and everything. And the, and Holy the, shit! It's the exact same setup. Wow! And then we're going to do 85's But Can She Type, which I believe is a really short segment. And that's it. Next on the Twilight Zone. LAW is the Twilight Zone review, that is. Until next time. In the meantime, Phoenix West. I was Dick Ticket in another life. That's okay. So long, citizens. Bye. Bye. Barbara Stock.